podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Happy deadline eve. It's your late tackle with me, Mark, and my friend Andy North. Good evening, Andy. How you doing? Don't think you've ever said friend. Oh, oh yeah. I'm doing all right, mate. You football friend. Football friend. Oh, football friend. <laughs> no, I'm good, mate. Thank you very much for having me again tonight. Obviously, That's I'm right. looking forward to some to some late tackle. No stress. No. We're not going to get fractured between us, no, are we? Not at all, no, not at all. Not at all. I think I'll start. I don't know if you've noticed, Andy, um, Erling Haaland's got a knock. Um, I thought we'd talk about that tonight. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, nah. not, not a major talking point, but okay, yeah. So good. we're gonna, we're going to talk about that. Did you see last night the moment I um oh. <laughs> I said to As, no, it's not, it's not a fracture. It was like yeah. I killed a puppy or something. It was awful. Did you see his face? <laughs> I I didn't like it though because it felt like no. Mummy and Daddy were fighting for a little no. bit. It was a good twenty minutes. It went on. I turned it off. Came made a cuppa. Came back. You're still go, going. Did you go to your bedroom and just curl up? I did. Yeah, curled like up. Like, I did. It was horrible. It did get a bit heated. It yeah, I, I was surprised. I don't think As and I had got that heated for quite a while. <laughs> Not on stream anyway. <laughs> All about a blonde blom show as well. It was always going to happen. Wasn't oh it? yeah, of course. It was always going to be like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was a bit of a surprise to me that As had sold him without having the full facts, so to speak. Did that surprise you? Uh, a little bit. I, I, I think he did it for a reason, but I was still quite surprised. I feel like there was maybe some other ways he could have gone, mm. like to to kind of solve it, if that makes sense. Because you just look this week, if the fixture wasn't so juicy this week, I could kind of understand. But with Crystal Palace at home, if he does play, oh God. Well, we're gonna. I want to talk about what you think about that situation. Obviously, yeah. that's going to dominate tonight's uh, proceedings. Uh, just to say hello to the chat to people who are in. Greg Foster's always. Hello, Greg M. Darrowell, one of our members, of course, Craig Smith. FBL Bot is in. Good to see the bots doing their thing. <laughs> Who else have we got? James Elstone, David Staniforth, Selby, Jack Reynolds, Adrian Brettigram. Um, who else? Craig Smith, have we said? FBL Crusader, Fraser Gray. Thank you for joining us on this uh, Thursday evening. It is earlier than expected, Andy, because Nottingham Forest have a little 90-minute uh, affair with Spurs tomorrow night. Um, Lovely. I'm not going to. Um, I, I can't make this one because I can't really get another stay over in Nottingham past my partner, so I couldn't swing this one, I'm afraid. So Fair enough. I'll be watching on the telly. Um, I'm doing a podcast after the Forest game. She doesn't know that yet. Nice. That'll be my third podcast in a row. <laughs> she said tonight, <laughs> why are you streaming tonight? You did you did the podcast last night. And I was like, mm, I, just, I just ignored that. That's the best thing to do. Don't don't answer. Just go. Ah, ah, yeah, okay. that's right. And then she, you know, she won't, you know, understand what I said, and it all just goes past. And uh, I said, I'll go to the cup and get you some chocolate. That normally does the trick. Oh, so, nice, nice. Yeah, did that, gentlemen. Yeah. Exactly. So yes, streaming tonight. Streaming tomorrow night. Um, tonight though, it's all about FBL, and I guess we've got to go back to the the case in hand, which is um, Harland. Did you see the detective work done today? I did indeed. Goodness me. It was amazing as well when the, it was just obviously the picture of him on Instagram and somebody then, uh, it was something on the blinds behind, wasn't it? And they worked yeah. out he was in an airport. Oh, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. It was That's great brilliant. stuff. So he's flying back at the moment, isn't he? We're led to yeah. believe. Um, quite a few people on Twitter doing some investigative work. I saw um, the post from Mate, but there could have been others as well, um, other than Dan. But 
what I gather from that that he's been in Marbella. Is that right? Is that? Is that <laughs> looks like it. Yeah, <laughs> so, sounds like it. What do you make of that? What do you make of him going to Marbella first of all? I'm, I mean, the the biggest thing it says to me is that obviously it was supposed to be Thursday. He was coming back to be assessed. Mm. He's obviously not back yet, or, or or maybe he's back now, but it's obviously late assessment. That means if he is going to try and play, he's got one day of training and then he's going to play. I I, I don't know. It, more and more, it's just obviously looking to me like, why would they do it? Why, why would they risk playing him? So it's, yeah, I think for me, it, it probably has loved seeing it, has probably looked at that and then, yes, thank goodness. Do, do you see it that way? Do you see that as confirmation that he won't play? Not confirmation, but I see it more as a, why is he not already there? Like, why, why was he in? Why, is there any reason why he did was they, there? Did they train today? Do you know? I don't. I don't know. Okay. Uh, no. Was it? Was it day off? Or so I can't remember now. I mean, like, if they're not training today, they're training tomorrow. So therefore, he yeah. hasn't missed training, has he, by not arriving today? Hmm. I presume they haven't trained today. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have. Maybe they're not training Friday. Maybe they're training. Yeah, let's You'd think they train we, today sure. and and then do the pre-match briefing tomorrow, wouldn't you? You think they would train today? But I haven't seen no. any images of City releasing any images of training today. No, yet, true. Which they yeah. sometimes do. No, I I don't know how to take the whole affair has been utterly bizarre. I what I don't understand. Well, there's a few things I don't understand. I said last night I don't understand what Pep said and and what the website said. Where do you stand on that, by the way? Where do you stand on? Do football managers... I listened to this last right, night. Come on, I want your opinion. Do football managers, managers are they aware of what goes out on their club's website and yeah, do they care? I think so. Yeah. I, I don't think all of them are, mm. but I think someone like Pep is because obviously Pep reminds me of someone like Fergie in terms of they want to control everything that goes out of that club. Mm. And I'd be absolutely shocked if he's not aware of what goes out or he even just runs his eye by it, if that makes sense. Mm. So I'd be very, very surprised. And... I don't think he'd be wanting to let anything out like that, if that makes sense. We, I, we have got a mutual friend in high places who used to do this kind of role and whose partner does still does this kind of role. And I did message them to say, set an argument for me. What, yeah. do, what do Premier League managers know about what goes out from their media teams via their press office mm-hmm. and stuff? And they, I'm not going to give anything away, they confirmed to me that City have a hell of a media team and he has a lot yeah. of people in place. And in their opinion, yes, he would be aware of what went out. And maybe even there was, you know, some involvement in, he had some involvement in what went out, right? So mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I think that um, he knew that story had gone out and it said what it said. The yeah. question is, why would, what's it trying to do? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I just like, don't especially it. Crystal Palace at home. I yeah. don't, it's not really one where you think mind games, you know, oh yeah, I'm going to try and outsmart Roy Hodgson at mm. the Etihad. Like, I, don't, I don't really see that, but it's more like maybe he's trying to protect Haaland a little bit. That's yeah. the thing that I'm trying to think is happening. And why, why would he be doing that? I, there, there is obviously, there's no smoke without fire, is there? And mm. I think there is something that's going on in terms of, He's obviously had some kind of a knock and, and that's where it's coming from. But it's how long-term is this knock? And even if he I, does have a knock, mm, what do you do with him then as well? I, I think that's what we're going to talk about tonight, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think the Saudi thing might have something to do with it as well because obviously yeah. that's quite, there's a lot of money tied up in that. It's, a, it's an mm-hmm. exhibition match effectively, isn't it? And um, maybe there's, um, there's, some, there's something there. I, I mean, I, I'm still not convinced that there is an injury and it's not just a rest and he's just taken him out of these next these last two games for that reason, mm. um, with the Saudi thing in mind. I don't know. Well, let's see. We're going to know more, though, because the account that leaked the... Well, not leaked. 
The account that broke the news that he was out after deadline has promised us news tomorrow. So we will get that from them. Mm. What do you make of that? That whole thing? Distasteful? Leave a bit of sour taste, really? Not, yeah. uh, not distasteful. The, I'm going to get in trouble here, aren't no, I? Go, on, but, go for it. But the, the, I think the maybe intentionally mm. sharing the news after deadline, when they maybe had the news before deadline, don't get me wrong, they have the, you know, the right to share that news yeah, whenever they want yeah. to. But doing it to kind of go, hey, there you go, I kept the news for a little bit longer than I maybe should have done or could have done was, I don't know, that's, feels like we've been played a little bit, if that makes sense. I think um, it's hard for him though, because he knew that would be major news. And you, do you yeah. want to be in the centre of that? I don't know. I, FBL Freddy saying, could Pep be just giving him a rest before Christmas? Yeah, I think that could be it as well. I don't know. Mm. I mean, there's pictures of him today in an ice bath, weren't there? So that would, yeah. that would in, indicate there is an injury. What I don't understand is why would they let him go to Marbella out of sight, out of medical attention, if there was an injury? I don't know. I looked it up and it's two to three weeks, isn't it? Rest is what they give. So I think still he won't play. I think as Mm -hmm. he's going to be fine. So um, I want to ask you, what's your thoughts at the moment? What are you doing? So I want Solanke and I wanted Solanke before I even knew about Haaland. Uh, And to do it, I needed a hit which actually has worked out quite well because I've only got two defenders. So I'm going to be taking a hit for a defender anyway. I was going to say, right, I was, before the show, I was thinking, oh, I wonder what we're going to talk about. But I was just, I, then I looked at your team and thought, well, basically, in Andy's team there, he's basically captured every dilemma in one single yep. team because you've got so many flags. There's so many talking points just off your team. Thank so, you. Um, at That's that point, here. I know, exactly. It's very useful. So I'm going to bring your team up just to, to highlight that. Ooh. Terrible Ooh. formatting. Let me just get yeah. that straight away. Well, oh, no, thank you. No, 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 no. Oh, there's the rest of the flags. <laughs> Keep the flags off the screen at all times. A oh. lot of flags. So, um, Andy, what are, you, what are you doing with this shower? Oh, yeah, it's not good, is it? Uh, so, basically... Mitchell will be getting downgraded because he's the only defender I can downgrade to a playing defender that I want. So Mitchell will be getting downgraded because he's 4.6. Maguire obviously pulled up midweek. He's only 4.2. That's all I can sell him for. He's up to 4.3, but I got him at 4.2. Taylor suspended and I want him for the blank game week anyway. So it's it's Mitchell that I'm going to have to downgrade. At the moment, I think I'm going to be doing Mitchell to Kirkes. Uh, Kirkes 4.4, three... Three lovely oh, fixtures. Hold on, Kirkes, where's that come from? Well, quite fancy it, to be perfectly honest. I'm just going all in on Bournemouth now. Just going to see if he turns up in this. No, he doesn't turn up in the top 30 no. defenders. I don't think he turns up in the season either. So why why Kirkes and not another Bournemouth defender? Why not Sen- uh, Senesi? I feel, I feel like Senesi is like a people logging in and going, oh, he scored two goals. I reckon that will continue and then getting him in. Whereas I right. quite fancy the attacking fullback who's 4.4 million as mm. well. So I, I, I feel like I, I fancy going for someone like that. I, there's not a lot I want really at that price. That's the problem. And I, I need to go, I, I, do I need to go down? I, well, I need to go down mm. if I want to do Archer to Watkins. Mm. Next if week. Haaland is free. No, no, no. If Archer is, if Haaland is uh, free to play this week. But if he isn't, I just do Haaland Solanke, but I'm still going to have to take a hit for a defender because I want a defender long term and I can't obviously have Maguire and Mitchell going forward. So, yeah. yeah. So just for the podcast, um, I'm looking at a lot of flags here. Um, Debravka in <laughs> goal, Saliba, Simicast, Maguire with the flag, Saka, Gordon with the flag, Son, Salah, Palmer, Haaland with the flag, Watkins, 
Abiola with the flag, Archer, Taylor with the flag, and Mitchell with the flag. <laughs> so it's a lot of flags. It is a lot of flags. I think Abiola tonight is in the team, though, isn't he? So he's all right. That flag will come. Yeah, off. brilliant. That's One what I down. Wanted. Yeah. Oh, let My me ask keeper. you. I know. Let me ask you. What do you think about Gordon? Are you worried about Gordon? Not massively. The only thing I'm worried about Gordon is his X minutes have been hit massively, I think, because I don't think he's going to be playing, you know, 80, 90 minutes anytime soon. It sounds like it's a tight hamstring and it sounds like he's not able to maybe go quite as far into games as he normally goes because he's quite full flow, isn't he, when he plays? He, he, he really gets into the game and it sounds like he's not able to run quite at full speed as he normally is and all that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes off at 60, 65, something this like that. This is it, isn't it? Because they've got Isaac and they've got Wilson yeah. fit. Isaac can play on the left, as we saw in the Champions League last night. Um, he can come on and play that role, and he did last night. And it's the cold weather with hamstrings as well. And Gordon has been flogged, doesn't he? To be fair, yeah, yeah, he's, he must yeah. have played what, seven, eight consecutive mm. games, maybe more than yeah. that now. So he's probably due a rest. I don't think Barnes is a factor yet, so he's not a worry. But I think, I think you're right. I think he'll get the start get an hour and then Isaac will probably yeah. come off the bench or Wilson will come off the bench more likely and Isaac will move yeah. to the left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm not going to be moving Gordon because I've got other, obviously, worries in the team. A lot of people are mentioning in the chat, for instance, Everton defenders, Fulham mm. defenders, Newcastle yeah, defenders. Yeah. I feel like if you've got Lascelles or Livramento, they're an easy hold. But mm. at this very moment with Byrne, who came on midweek, with Botman, who sounds like he could be back very, very soon, but based on the press conferences we've seen from Howe, yeah. it doesn't seem like the time to be buying Newcastle defenders, if I'm perfectly honest. Branthwaite's the Everton defender I would like, but he's suspended this week, and I don't yeah. really want to buy another flag. Not tempted <laughs> and, by Mikelenko? Uh, not, I, do you know what? He's done well this year, has he? I think, is he only blanked in one game in the last five or six? Not massive. How much is he now? 4.5? He's gone up last night. I think he's 4.6 now. Yeah. So the data is one behind. So I, I've i been looking at it and I just feel like I fancy a bit of a a bit of a spicy one and going for someone like Kirkes. The other way I was looking is obviously going for a Chelsea defender. Yeah. So going for someone like Colwell. But I've got no idea whether they're going to be playing each week. Like it's it, it just feels like a bit of a a gamble again. Defenders are so hard to buy. The, the other thing is obviously if I do lose Haaland, mm. spending that money and going a bit higher and going Ooh, on somewhere like Poro, I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask you, right? So if you, if, if you lose Haaland, yep. is the plan to get him back for 19 straight away? No. Right. So no. let me just bring the ticker up. What, what, are, be you 20. Think, what are you thinking of doing? Okay. Okay. So it's Haaland out. For yep. Watkins, because you need Watkins yep. for 18, right? So, no, I've got no, Watkins. Oh, I've got Watkins. So it'd be for Solanke. Be okay. for Solanke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're not getting Haaland back for Everton. So you will go into game week 19 with Solanke and Watkins. Um, Solanke yep. at home to Fulham. Watkins at home to Sheffield United. Uh, no, sorry, away at Manchester United. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're not worried about... I mean, City City at Everton, I think we saw last night, if you look at the uh, team day defence, Everton were the fourth best defence in the last six game weeks. Over the season, they're the third best defence, 1.14 XG conceded non-penalty per 90. So I guess you're looking at that and thinking, that's not going to be a route, even if he's back and fit and in that team. Is, is that the basis of your thinking? Yeah, that and also... And people are going to hate it, but there's no guarantees back for Everton. Like if he is actually got a knock and they are rested, he could not play in that game. And obviously I've then not got him and I, I, you know, I feel like I'm doing okay. Mm. My, my biggest thing is 
when I get to 20, if I have used those funds and I have gone to someone like yeah, Porro, who I think a is, a, is a good move, I would then have to move one week early selling Salah. So I would sell Salah in 20 to then fund Harlan going back up. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Greg. Greg's on the Pedro power bandwagon. I like him as well. Uh, Mikalenko's got a flag, so you don't want to buy him in. You don't want another yeah. flag in. So Bram, both Bramfrey and Mikalenko will get you a flag. This is what I mean. The options are really limited at the moment. Yeah. And I, I get. I, I looked at Villa. I looked at uh, Pau, Pau Torres. I yeah, that do, you like nice shout. do you not like him? He's too much, 4.7, so he's, he's going up. You go Conta, 4.5, though. Well, yeah, Conta was the... Is he 4.5? I thought he was 4.4. Four, yeah, no, four. he's 4.5. Four, four, five. Four, five, so yeah. Conta is somebody I've looked at as well. Obviously, mm. Diego Carlos I looked at, but people are worried with cash maybe coming back into the side yeah. and Carlos will drop out. Yeah. So there's an awful lot there where I'm like, there's a lot of players that if I had them in my team, I'd be quite happy, but I don't want to invest in those players now. Kirkes is nice for three weeks, Luton, Forest, Fulham, but then it's Spurs and Liverpool and it then isn't that nice after that. And... It's not like he's ridiculously cheap that I can then just bench him. So it, it's it's a move that I quite like for the next three weeks. But I'm looking at my defenders and like I've got Saliba and Simicast. Taylor, I'm not going to be wanting to play every week. Maguire, I'm not going to be wanting to play every week. And then after three weeks, I'm not going to be wanting to play Kirkes every week. And I need those transfers for moving Salah and Son out. So it feels like I need to go with a player that is going to play the majority of games for me moving forward which is why I thought Villa defenders might be a better way of going yeah, because I yeah. trust Villa a lot more and because their fixtures are quite nice moving forward. They've got some really nice home fixtures. So, yeah, I, that's I kind like of where Villa. I am at the moment. I like Villa. I mean, I, my take on Villa is since Cash dropped out the side and don't, I mean, Cash started tonight, so I don't think he starts at the weekend. I think from mm. now on it's Conta with Diego Carlos in the middle. Do you? Um, yeah, I do. I think Conta's mm. playing right back. I think Conta's your way to go. Um, or if yeah. you can't afford Torres, Torres would be my choice. If I have to get a defender in this week, it will be Torres because I think that they've looked a lot stronger defensively since they've moved to that formation. Tillman's in 10. And I think they'll play that again, even if Bailey's out. Uh, I noticed tonight Bailey wasn't even in the squad mm. um, and Diaby played 79 minutes. So my question there is, I don't know whether... 79 minutes is an indication that Bailey's not ready for Brentford and that's him saving Diaby. But 79 minutes is still quite a lot of pitch time, so maybe not. So I might be forced into a transfer depending on what news we get on Bailey. And if I am, I probably will go 8 Nori to, uh, to Torres, I think. Because getting yeah. a Villa defender for 18 at home to Sheffield United looks good. And 20. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's not bad. And 20, of course. And to be honest, I look at United and, and Everton away and, and I think that, you know, I, I, Torres has got a little bit of attacking promise as well, hasn't he? That's yeah. what's attractive about him. So I yeah, like it. Much more than concert. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think they're the team, if I'm looking forward at the fixtures, I'm looking at, like you said, Man United away, they, they could get a clean there. Everton away, they could. Newcastle at home, they could. I'm looking at each game and thinking they could get results in those games. Mm. Whereas obviously if I go for Kerkes, next three weeks are lovely. And then after that, I'm looking and thinking, I'm not sure when they're going to be getting the next clean sheet. But obviously he's got the attacking potential there as well. Yes. yes. What do you if, make- if, I had, oh. if I had that extra bit of money, I mean, mm. this is where it comes to, if I lose Haaland, mm. do I go for someone like a Porro? But then I'm looking at, I'm, I'm genuinely looking at the Porro and just looking at the fixtures and thinking, 
again, I'm not sure where clean sheets are coming from for Spurs, apart from what they got Everton at home. It's Bournemouth not about them, though, is it? It's not about them. It isn't. Right? It isn't. But we used to say that about Trent or whatever, didn't we? Like, you know, obviously Trent was amazing because he got mm. the attack and returns and he got the clean sheets. Yes, Porro's got, you know, and it is ridiculous how far forward he's getting. But I'm, I'm just looking and thinking... I don't know. I, I keep looking at these defenders and just looking at them and thinking every week I'm, I'm just not happy sometimes with what I'm looking at. But if I go Porro, that guarantees me I need to sell Salah in 20 to get Haaland. Right. I mean, Porro, I have four, to have four, Haaland in 20 four assists in five. I think one of the, one of the things Ad says the other night, you know, when a player gets four assists in five, no matter what they are, you've got to look at them. And I think he's right. I think it's not about the clean sheets for Spurs. I don't think any of them are coming. I don't think they'll get one tomorrow night even. But, Poro, like you say, so far forward, a, a, a double-figure haul, which he hasn't returned in recent weeks yet, looks to be on the cards, doesn't it, at some point. Every week I don't own Poro, I'm thinking, well, oh, got away with that, got away with that. That's my concern. Mm, I, 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 I like the move, but you would have to sell Salah in 20 to do that, yeah. to get Harlem back To in get 20. Poro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, mm. Liverpool at home to Newcastle, it's not the best fixture. Mm. It's not like one where I'm thinking, God, I can't lose Salah for this fixture. And obviously Haaland's got Sheffield United at home. This is if Haaland's, you know, I, I, by then I would assume he is back because he only needs a couple of weeks rest if it is a, a stress on his bone. But I, I think that's that's the way I would go if I, if I got Porro. So mm. it's either sell Haaland, keep the funds and get someone like Konza or someone like Kerkes, or... Keep Harland, uh, not keep Harland. Sell Harland. Keep distribute the funds. Sorry, mm. <laughs> distribute the funds, and then get someone like Porro. Mm. Yeah, he's the, he's the player I most fear at the moment. Porro, as in mm. not having. Are you terrified him, not, of him? Not. I wouldn't. I mean, like that saying you're terrified of any player is probably ridiculous. <laughs> it's that's weird. The, it's the language of a madman, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the kind of thing. That, you know, it's like the act of someone who would play a chip and not know it, that kind of... Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, don't exist, those people. No, I don't think so. No. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> Love I, you, Az. I, I do, yeah, I do fear him, but I, um, yeah, I, I hope the clean sheet... I don't think the clean sheets are coming, but I do think a big return's coming sooner or later, a mm. goal and assist combo, something like that. Um, I guess in the Spurs side, um, you know, without clean sheets, he's not going to pick bonus points up. So I think he's had a run of five points, hasn't he? Like he's got three lots of five mm. points in the last four or five game weeks. And so it's not been halls, but every time I've seen him, I've gone, I've got away with it. And that's that's my concern. I don't, yeah, I don't think I'll do it tomorrow night, though. Hopefully not. Um, so I want to ask what about AFCON because you're talking about selling Son and Salah. We looked at this last night and the matches they're mm. missing. You're going to do them both. How much money have you got tied up in that pair? You're not losing significant Ooh. things by selling both. Do you know what? I haven't actually looked at how much I've got tied up in them. Uh, it's been it's the last week of school, so I haven't been on this as much as I normally am. So, yes, Salah. <laughs> did, did you, hold on. Did you get any presents? Did you get any bottles? Not yet. Or? Last day tomorrow. Last okay. day tomorrow. So what, what, what kind of stuff do you expect as a teacher? Because we've been buying, <laughs> we've been buying gifts, we've been buying Prosecco, and I was like, that's a bit posh. Oh. Would you Mark. would you like that? Would you like a bottle of Prosecco? Oh, Not yeah. I'm offering it, yeah. but as a course, teacher, mate, yeah. you do. So what are you yeah. expecting? Quality Street, roses? Oh, that kind yeah, of stuff? loads of chocolate. Loads of uh, personalised pens and pencils and mugs. Really? Usually. Is that yeah. what you get? 
Yeah, I got, oh, I got we, a pencil. I got a with special Mr. Mode written on it, or uh, bamboo <laughs> bamboo pencil with Mr. North written on it today. Did you really? Um, oh. I usually get beer and, and ciders and stuff like that as well. Oh. But I, well, there was one time where I got a plastic bag with some white lightning in it. And that was quite nice. Uh, Headmaster was it? <laughs> yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Uh, so <laughs> I've, I've had quite a few different bits, ah, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So right. Salah is thirteen point two, and my yeah. selling price is twelve point eight. So, only so obviously that's not great. Yeah. Uh, and Son is currently 9.6 and I'm 9.4. So you're losing 0.3 by selling both. So yeah. yeah, I think in that situation, I probably would sell both because they'll probably drop in price to get that back. My yeah. situation is tougher because I lose, I only lose 0.2 on Son, which I can take, but I'd lose something like 0.3, 0.4 on Salah. So selling both is like Ooh. a 0.5, 0.6 swing. Yeah. And, I, and that, that would hurt my team, I think. So I don't yeah. know. I think I'm just going to sell Son. What do you make of the Son playing out left situation? We didn't talk about that last night. So I wanted to I, touch I on think that. It's, I think it's fine. I thought it looked great. I thought it looked really yeah. good. It wasn't like Son at the beginning of the season where he was hugging the touchline. So I, it, he was, you know, cutting in an awful lot, even with Richarlison there. I, I think it's absolutely fine. I think he played really, really well uh, at the weekend playing on the left. So I don't think it worries me. And obviously we know for certain now that he's on penalties as well. And he came out and said, I'm practicing these all the time. So I I don't think it's an issue personally. I, I think he's he's fine out left. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought he played well. I, I like you say, I don't think he was hugging the touchline. Like you say, he was getting close to a shot and he set up both the goals, of course, um, hmm. or two of the goals. I think that yard of pace is there again. My concern earlier in the season when he was playing, he didn't, like he, he didn't look like he was going to be able to beat a man, but he certainly hmm. does now look yeah. like that is in his locker again. Don't know what's happened. Maybe the injury's cleared up or whatever. So yeah, I'm not. That does make me though of the two go towards Son again because he's playing out left and and obviously Salah's a machine and the money tied yeah. up inside. So I think I'll probably just sell Son and not spread the funds. Are you going to just go crazy and just spread it all around, or are you going to be cautious and think oh, I'm going to want these two back? Oh, I'll be cautious. Yeah, I won't be spreading the funds. I I think I want to trickle a little bit into my defence because my defence is so shot at the moment. I did know you. Uh, did yeah, exactly. But I, I think I want to try and keep to those price points in midfield so I can move back to them when I need to because we've seen how ridiculous they are already this season. And I don't think I'm going to be wanting to wait too long before I bring them both back in again. I I am very very surprised at how many people are. Reluctant to sell these assets, though, even if they don't have that, many, that those many funds tied up in them, because there's an awful lot of people saying, no, no, 100% got to hold Haaland. There's no point selling Haaland. And no, definitely hold Salah through it. Definitely. And I'm thinking, it, it just seems like a wasted opportunity to me at times. I, I know the idea of the you want to be able to keep those players and not waste your transfers and things like that. Mm, but mm. surely we do have other players we can go to that are going to get points while they're gone. Like, I don't know. It seems like a bit of a missed opportunity in some respects. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't I don't want to spread the funds, but I certainly would ideally want to replace them both if I could. Yeah. But I'm probably going to... One of the reasons why I went Solanke this week from Obama was to give myself a bit more depth in the squad so I could then get to mm. the AFCON situation and think, well, I don't have to sell both to have a good 11. I yeah. can probably get a decent 11 out by just selling one. That's the aim. But that depends on whether Bailey stays fit because um, that, that's a big if maybe, right? Because he's been injury prone before. Yeah. Um yeah, as, as for replacements, Nigel the Crab giving us a usual super chat. Thank you, Nigel, throwing us more money as usual. But <laughs> saying Tielemans is under the radar pick for me. 1.12 gold creating actions per 90. Tom Kearney at 1.48. I'll be around for less than a week or next or so. 
Merry Christmas, Andy and Mark, as and Luke. Thank you very much, Nigel. Tielemans, um, did you even consider him at the moment? I mean, he, he looks fantastic now. He's back in that 10 role. Yeah, he, he has looked good. I, I, I think we have this chat every week. I struggle to fit people into midfield at the moment mm. because I've obviously got Saka, Salah, Son and all that lot at the moment. I suppose it's whether you're getting him in instead of, what, say, Gordon at the moment, who's obviously flagged and might not play. And if you didn't go that way, I, I don't know why I've just got a bit of a Bournemouth obsession at the moment and like someone like Tavernier, Tavernier obviously, yeah. yeah is obviously kind of there he's, I didn't realise he was 11th on this table as well last six game weeks which is yeah. fantastic for him so I think somebody like that would be who I'd be going for instead of Tillemans just because of that attacking potential as well I know obviously Tillemans has been great in terms of creating and he, he could still be on somebody pens, to finish him off forget. he could be on the pens at Brentford yeah, do we, do we think he out. will be then? um I think Watkins is so bad at pens that Tillemans mm. will get them, yeah. Because we were having this chat on Scoutcast and I was mm. saying, because they were, um, Flappy and Seb were saying that potentially Watkins would be back on them, but I didn't really see how that would happen in terms of they can't take them away from Watkins and then as soon as someone's out go, oh no, yeah, you're back on them. I don't really see it working like that, but I could be completely wrong. I, I just wasn't. 100% sure it would be Tillemans that was on them. Yeah, I well, Tillemans took for Leicester, didn't he, when Vardy was out? Um, yeah. And the thing with Watkins, I think his success rate is like 50% or something terrible <laughs> like that. So as a Watkins owner, you know, I wouldn't be that disappointed, to be honest, because I, I don't know about you, but I really hate it sometimes when your player goes up to take a pen, even when it's Salah, and you think, well, surely he scores. Oh. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies when, when they go yeah. up and take, because you think, oh, this is a... This is basically minus points, all the chances of bonus gone. And, um, you know, that, that one kick could really just change your fortunes for that man. When, um, when you've got Salah, you think, well, you fancy him to score from open play, don't you? So, yeah, you know, and can I think you, the same I, with Watkins, right? I tell you what, can, can you think, whenever I think of missed penalties, yeah. right, there's a player that I captained, he was a midfielder, this was quite a few years ago now, mm -hmm. that, that stepped up and missed his penalty and got me zero points. And obviously, in my head, I was thinking it was going to be 14, a 16-pointer from him. And he's the first person I always think of when it's like, oh, he's stepping up and I'm not feeling confident. Can you think who that is? Well, there's the Salah one at Leicester, of course, but it's not Salah. So not Salah. mentioned him. Hazard? And he's, always, and he's so good. No, not Hazard, no. Okay. No, who was that? Plays for my team, or played for my team. Probably won't ever play football again now. No, go no, for it. Pogba. Oh, yes, he took pens, mm. didn't he, now and again? He did. There was two seasons he, where he took pens and he was did brilliant. Did he try for, that? Because well, didn't he used to have like a kind of very laid back style step. where, yeah, oh, yeah. and then when he missed and it, he, he missed so pen. bad, didn't it? Yeah. Quite a few people are saying Pogba in the chat. Yeah, well played mm. if you if you guess Pogba. Yeah, he did it. It was around Christmas time and he missed a pen. It was around Christmas time and he scored a pen. I think it was Boxing Day where loads of players went off uh, and there was a couple of weeks later he missed a pen and he was my captain. Yeah, mm. not good. Yeah. Who, yeah, who just out of interest when you're looking at Son and Salah, yeah, who are the players that are coming to mind at the moment? We've got the midfielders up here right now. Who are you gravitating towards as it sits now? Oh, Richarlison, potentially. Are you? You just for going Son. for Son because of the fixtures? I mean, yeah, Odegaard. I thought I quite like yeah. the idea of Odegaard. Yeah. I think Odegaard would be quite good. If you look and at the that double up, yeah. Uh, over that uh, I, run for Son. Bournemouth, Man United, Brentford, Everton, Brighton, Wolves. Yeah, it's a decent run if you have to hold yeah. on to him. Is that the thinking behind Richardson? Yeah, basically, yeah. And and I just, 
I don't know whether, and this is probably the wrong thinking as well, but I do like the idea of kind of still, because Spurs we've seen are still going to be just so attacking. I still mm. like the idea of, of covering Spurs in that, in that run. And obviously just going to Richarlison, he's not Son, obviously I know that, but I, I feel like that could be an okay move. Odegaard's definitely up there for me. I feel yeah. like Odegaard would be somebody I quite like. Be nice to see a City midfielder come into there as well. So someone like Foden or Doku if he's back. So there, there are some options, I think. I don't think any of them are going to do what we're expecting, you know, from Son or, Sa- or Salah, but I feel like those could be some good moves. Yeah, Andrew Sands saying, yeah, just, just move Salah or Son to other assets on the same team. So that would be maybe Diaz and Richardson, like you say. Mm. One player I think I might look at is Bowen because we saw Moyes say again last night that Bowen could possibly play up front all season. West Ham, yeah. no great shakes. I mean, let's go and have a look at the attacking data last six. Let's bring that up. Fixtures aren't amazing, are they? No, West Ham, 1.54 XG non-penalty per 90 over the last six, which puts them 12th. Mm. And if you look at the fixtures over that run from 2021, um, yeah, okay, so Brighton... Well, they're not too bad. Yeah, Sheffield United, Bournemouth in that run, but Bournemouth's not an easy fixture, is it? We, I still can't break out of that idea that Bournemouth's not a gimme anymore, and it's certainly yeah. not. So yeah, Sheffield United, Bournemouth, United, Arsenal, it's not an easy run, is it, for West Ham? And they're not playing mm. well. It's just the position that Bowen's taking up um, that just tempts me. It's when you've got a midfielder playing down down the middle, yeah. not on pens, of course, so he's not quite a, a cover for Son in that respect. Not tempted by Bowen? I mean, I've obviously had Bowen this year and he's done quite mm. well for me. I, I I don't think he's somebody I'm straight away... Look, it, if I was moving in 20 with that Burnley fixture at home, I think, you know, potentially that's a nice one. And it's... But that would only happen, I think, if I spread those funds for Harlan and needed to sell Salah in 20. But if I didn't, I'd be, I'd be just holding Salah and Son in that fixture anyway. So it's, I don't think I'd be getting Bowen if it was in 21 that I had to make the move. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. I think, I think yeah. so much can change when we get there. It's what, yeah, two, two game weeks away, I mean, three game weeks away. But Brighton might, might start sticking out by then. Because... Where would you Europe. go, though? Where do you want to go with well, Toma still, isn't it? Matoma still. Wolves at home, Luton away, Crystal Palace at home. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I, I I, mean, I've done this all season, looked at Brighton and thought, now's the time to move for them. But yeah. not regretted not making the move, you know what I mean? I've never, I've never looked on and gone, oh, damn, I missed that opportunity because they've been so frustrating in terms of Deserby's team sheets. I tell you what, though. Spurs mm. at home, Wolves away, West Ham at home. You know the other team, don't you? You go yeah. for Bruno. Ooh. Oh no, go back there. <laughs> I, I, I mean, where do you stand on your own team at the moment? I mean, you've got Maguire, but that's oh. it. Tom and Agon actually are, you know, little temptations in the budget bracket. Are they all over the shop? Are you just going nowhere yeah. near there? Yeah, okay. we are going to get absolutely spanked. I, I was going to ask what you thought about. We that. are going to get. Do you, Do you remember? Yeah. Before, but where, when was it? Um, was it the seven nil where you asked me? It was on a member stream, wasn't it? And you mm. said, "So what do you think?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, we'll keep it tight. We're, we're not silly. Yeah. We'll keep it tight." And you were like, "No, I'm worried." <laughs> and we got spanked seven nil. And then I had to come on the next stream, and I was thinking, "Oh God, uh, I it, it's got that feeling again." I mean, that was incredible. We sure out. We sure out. Maguire out. Bruno out. I, it's going to be ridiculous. It really is. They've got their mojo as well. If you've held on to Darwin this long, this might be the week. Um, being pointed out, of course, Matoma is away, so you know, oh, right, of course right he is. Of course really, he is. I guess you're looking yeah. at Dingo's away as well. Dingo, so yeah. what, 
Guanete, maybe. I think as mentioned him and probably pronounced it better last night. Gross. Gross, yeah. Mate, well, yeah. Pascal Gross has been very consistent, but he's yeah. just so unsexy, isn't he? He's one of those fancy players like a war prowls of previous seasons where they're efficient and they tick away, but you're just never going to go. You're never going to put a slot of your no. midfield to him, are you? So, um, no, that's the case. Um, yeah, Gross is the one which is weird. You're absolutely right. I think you could be right on that. Yeah, KDB could be coming back. Maybe he's going to be a factor, but I don't know. I just, yeah. I'd like to think he could arrive in time to replace Son or Salah, but I just don't see it. He is no. going to be eased back in, I think. So, uh, um, Bjorn Patterson also raising the KDB option. I, I don't think we'll be fortunate enough to get a fit KDB back in time. We might get a half fit KDB back in time, but yeah. you know, I just don't see, uh, I don't see taking a risk on him is a way to go. Um, all right, uh, let's take some questions. Let's go to chat and have a look around and see Lovely. see what there is there. And fire your questions in now. We'll take a couple. Madison, if he makes 21. Yeah, I don't know what the prognosis on Madison's return is. It's gone a bit quiet on him, hasn't it? I mm. wonder whether that yeah, hand has got that up his sleeve for when Son is away. But, I mean, I'd be tempted, again, stay with Spurs and go Madison if you can't if you don't want to go Richarlison, right? Yeah, and I think if Richarlison is now properly in and playing up top and he's going to be that focal point, I think that can only help Madison. My worry would have been Son going and there's nothing mm. up top for Madison to aim at. Whereas now if Richarlison's kind of getting his mojo back, I think maybe that could be a good mm. way to go in terms of Madison. But if Richarlison is playing up top and he could be on pens, would he be on pens or would it be Madison who would be on pens while Son's away? I think that Richarlison will get them. Yeah. So I think Richarlison would be my pick over mm. Madison if, if he continues to play up top, personally. Okay. Some questions coming in. Start the broker or Leno. Um, let's just remind ourselves of the fixtures here. Um, the broker at home to Fulham, Leno away to Newcastle. That was easy. Where would you go with that? I mean, oh, I'd start. I'd start to Bravka and yeah, if he doesn't well. play, you've got Leno, haven't you? Yeah, I would as well. I mean, I, I do yeah. cover Leno. I wish I had him in my team. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Simicast to Poro for minus four this week or next. I wouldn't do it this week. Why would you sell no. Simicast? I mean, I'm to United. I and I wouldn't either, because he's, he's my my second <laughs> fit defender. Oh yeah, well you, you uh, you're not in any position to sell a fit defender. But no. I, I just think Simicas has got every bit of attacking potential as Poro this week. I would say a home to United versus mm-hmm. away at Forest. I think there's more chance of a clean sheet for Simicas as well. So I didn't would play tonight would either. No, he didn't. No, no. play Simicas or a Newcastle defender. I'd play Simicas. Yeah, I think I would. Fulham score. Wouldn't didn't you think? Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, I, I think I think Simicas has way more attacking potential than any Newcastle defender. And, you know, Fulham are in great form at the moment, aren't they, in mm. terms of attacking? So I don't think it's a guarantee that Fulham score, but I think they're more likely to... I feel, I feel like Simicas has got more upside than any Newcastle defender. Yeah. FBL Zaha asks, who is the best replacement for Haaland? So let's have your tier rankings. Um, yeah, you go first. What do you think? What's the running order of replacements? If you don't have Watkins, I think you need to get Watkins because of 18. I yeah. feel like he's he's got to be up there. I feel like I I would put Solanke next and then I'd put Alvarez. I, agree. I think because of Alvarez's blank, I str- I would struggle to pick him over Watkins and, and Solanke at the moment, personally. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that at the moment, Solanke is... I mean, I, I did a compare to Watkins over the last six and he's been stronger if we looked at the forwards date last yeah. night if you missed it and he has been he has been stronger than Watkins over the last six Bournemouth have been the best attacking side 
over the last six in the Premier League, which is just incredible. I couldn't believe that data when we we saw that. Mm. And I just think um, evidence going Solanke's way at the moment. So I think you're right. I think Watkins because because you need him for 18. But if I was going just on this week, if you're going to get Watkins next week, I would go Solanke this week and then get Watkins next week, which is what I've chosen to do. Yeah. Mainly because I could go to Solanke from Obama for free and I could take my time about the Haaland decision. But I actually do think this week, with Solanke at home to Luton and Watkins at Brentford, Solanke's the better pick. But you mm-hmm. want Watkins for 18, I totally agree with you. Then I yeah, think it's yeah. Alvarez, and then you're looking at, then you're look, going into Jimenez and, and uh, Kuna maybe, yeah. aren't you, basically? Yeah. And, and I should say as well, shout out to my mate uh, James, who I mentioned on this stream four weeks ago fight whenever it was that Bournemouth beat Newcastle mm. and he was the one that said Bournemouth look like they're turning that corner now yeah. all of a sudden they're, they're working and it's they've got the Areola tactics in their heads now and it, and it's looked like that and all of a sudden we're all looking at getting you know yep. one or two Bournemouth in I and it's just how it happens this last night I said we were cowards basically because we were t- we spoke about them three weeks ago and I was talking about Solanke and, and we both he was very anti-Solanke I was less so but neither of us had the the kahunas to go in and get Solanke or back Bournemouth in any shape or form. And, and we, and we've missed the boat a bit. Not, I don't think we missed it totally. I think you can get on Solanke now and you'll get yeah. points and it's a good buy. But I do regret not seeing those indicators that the, yeah, the Iriola system and tactics were settling in because, you know, it's clear that it has been outstanding. Um, we got a question here. Oh, start Wood or Semenyo. Oh, Semenyo, easy. I mean, I think yeah. if you've got him as your four or five striker, you start him, almost every week at the moment, if you can, um, because I think he's he's been pivotal to Bournemouth's um, resurgence. I think he's a key player for them. Um, I have Lewis Duaz. This is from Rizzo. Should I hold until I have to sell Salah? I think I would. I, yeah. I think this is the same for Darwin, right? I've got Darwin and I'm thinking, I'm probably going to take him all the way through now, through mm-hmm. AFCON, because I do think that having an Arsenal attacker when Salah's away, a Liverpool attacker when Salah's away, is the... It's good. Like I think yeah. we saw earlier people recommending going to those teams to replace Salah and Son. And although they're a big loss and Salah's a big creative force in that Liverpool side, I still back Liverpool to score goals. I still say Diaz and Darwin should do okay. Yeah, agree with that? I'd say so. Yeah, and no, I agree. I, I like Diaz as a pick, especially with Jota out at the moment as well. I thought I think Diaz is a really good pick. And like you said, when you get to game week 20, 21, and people are selling Salah and you've already got Diaz, mm. I think that's quite nice. And Greg saying tonight, yeah, Liverpool fully rested bar Gakpo. I mean, that was a surprise. Yeah. I thought Gakpo did really well at Palace when he came on, and I was worried that Darwin wouldn't get the start against United. So I'm delighted that it looks as though he is going to get a run at that. I say a Man United back four, but it's not really a Man United back four what? as we know it. What are you expecting out of the United lineup? Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't even want to think about it. I mean, oh, it's going to I, be... want, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> well, Varane's, Varane's, Varane's got to play. It's going to be Wambasaka. Yeah. Wambasaka right back, Dallow left back most probably. I doubt he plays Reggie on. And then it will be Varane and Amrabat at the back. I'm trying to think will who's going to play at the back now. Reggie on? Well, because McGuire, it can't be McGuire. Oh, well, no, someone's got to be play centre back with Varane. And obviously Maguire. Oh, oh it would be Johnny Evans, wouldn't yeah. it? It'd be Johnny Evans, sorry. Yeah. So it'd be Johnny Evans. Sorry, I was forgetting about our 36 year old player that used to play for us. Nothing to fear there with Johnny Evans uh, up against so Darwin. Yeah, so it'd be it'd be Evans and um, Varane with mm. Wambasaka and Dallow. I would have thought, mm. um, which just screams clean sheet. Um, 
Well, uh, what, it, what it does scream is an XG for Darwin of around two or three, but he'll probably get an assist out of it. Well, That's about it. I was going to ask you this. So yeah. what are you going to do if Liverpool wins 7-0 again and Darwin blanks? Oh, well, I don't think that's totally out of the question, do you? I, I mean, I don't think they win 7-0. I think they can win heavily and he blanks, definitely. But the last time we streamed, was that the mm. I'm moving Watkins to Darwin? Yeah, I think it probably it was, was game it? week 14 or 15. Yeah. That went well, didn't it? It didn't that, work that out, went, did it? That yeah. did not well, go well, no. It wasn't disastrous. I mean, it was like seven points, didn't it? basically. Um, and it was the Bournemouth game that did the damage. He did blank in the Arsenal City yeah, games. Yeah. And Darwin outscored him over those two. I just didn't know for sure whether Dar- whether Watkins would turn up for Bournemouth. Not only yeah. did he turn up, he got an assist and a goal. I know. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, that's FBL though, isn't it? That's the way, that's the way it yeah, goes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, It'd be boring if that kind of stuff didn't happen. There's a lot of uh, Semenyo owners in the chat, which I'm very jealous of. Sell Semenyo for Solanke. If you have to, I mean, Solanke's an upgrade. There's no question. Yeah. On pens and the, and the data's amazing and the fixtures are good and the form, the team form is excellent. So I think um, I would do that. Although if you can keep Semenyo, then then all good. Um, Be a nice double up, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's see what else is there to round things off. McAllister has an injury, does have an injury. So it might be that Darwin gets the pens while Salah's away. Because oh, um, well, he could because he takes them. He's got a good record. I he can't see him being very composed with penalties. Well, this is what I was saying like, <laughs> when we talked about it's it's nerve wracking when a player goes up to take a pen that you own. It's going to smash it. Dar- yeah, I said last night. <laughs> I said last night. Knowing Darwin, he'll take a, like a thirty yard run up and smash it in or try and smash God. it off the bar. He's not going to just. Tr- He's not going to do an even Tony, is he? He's not going to stroke it in like an embouchure. I was trying to think, like, it, did, did Jobber Schley take him? Is he? Did he used to take him at all? I'm trying to think of players that would he take him. He might it. do, but like, I think his record, Darwin, is really good. Oh. But he's only taken one that I know for Liverpool, and that was pre-season. If I, I owned Darwin and oh, he was he stepping was... up for a pen, I would. I can't watch it. I would not be able to watch it. No, I. I don't. I'm not looking forward to that prospect at all. Uh, yeah, it would be lovely if Trent took them. Absolutely right. Um, let's look at my team before we close the night just to uh, see what you think um, I should do um, so for the podcast Dubravka Lascelles Simicast Gabriel Sakoson Palmer Salah captain at the moment of course Bailey Darwin Solanke Ain't Norrie and Haaland on the bench I saw someone in the chat say Ain't Norrie's fit I don't think we've had that confirmed yet by any official source because the flag would be off presumably expecting the Wolves presser tomorrow I, I hope he is fit and if he is fit I'd be tempted to start him over mm. over Gabriel because I don't think Gabriel necessarily gets the ninety. And Brighton always do mm. well there. I probably won't, but he's a he's a decent mm. one to have in reserve. If Bailey is injured because he wasn't in the Villa squad tonight, I've got to take a hit to ensure I get eleven. Presuming Harlan's out, um, I would probably probably be in defence that I do it, and it'd probably be Ain't Norrie that would go uh, to a Villa defender. Is that what you would do, or would you just swap Bailey out because? I've probably made the wrong move there and shouldn't keep Bailey. What would you what do you think? Yeah, I'd I'd probably just take Bailey out personally. I think Wolves fixtures, because I got eh, they're, they're not bad, are they? They're not amazing, I wouldn't say. Well, they got Chelsea at home, Brentford away, Everton at home, Brighton away, Man United at home. I don't know. They're quite a mixed, mixed bag. bag. Yeah. But then the he does have the attacking right. potential as well. I think I think Bailey's the one I'd probably move. I I mean, you you don't have Palmer? I do have Palmer. You do have Palmer. Who's the yeah. player? Oh, it's because I've got Gordon, isn't it? Yeah, um, so it's Gordon, yeah, which I can't get Yeah, there's to. not... 
There's not because uh, Bailey's cheap, isn't he? He's five five, so I'd have to go yeah. Tavernier probably. Yeah, I was going to say, do you fancy that Tavernier and Solanke double up? Well, not before they go to Forest next week. No, that would be a bit odd owning both Solanke and Tavernier at the City Ground. Oh, you I need to get Kiefer Moore in then, mate. Oh yeah, he, he always does us. He always yeah. he'll come on and score. You know he will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that goal. Still, you were at the game as well. We were both you? there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I wasn't can't remember. There. I, I couldn't. I watched it on telly that game. I couldn't watch. I was so nervous. No, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody um, so, went quiet. It was um, Jed Spence. One it didn't have a good game. No, he didn't. Loads of them. No, Joe Garner. Uh, Aiden Noy should be back and available according to manager. What's happened to the flag? Then I suppose they've left him on as a doubt. I missed that from O'Neill. I didn't know they had their presser today. Oh, that's pretty mm. good news mm. then. I might get away with it. Then. I might keep Bailey. I think Bailey. Hopefully, is just fatigue and he was just rested. But I guess we're going to hear from memory. Um, in which case, I'll leave it. I I will end on saying I don't think Ireland's going to turn up either. I think it's um I think he needs another pe- longer period of rest, and I think that he'll probably go to Saudi as a doubt, and yeah. I'll just about get an eleven out. The move I made was Mubama to Solanke. I think that was a good decision because it gives me a fully active bench over this yeah. period, and I think with the suspensions, which have just been crazy, this the last thing we needed was <laughs> a yellow card. Once. Yeah, I know. Palmer's on four, so he's going to get one, isn't he? He's going to go yeah. at some point. Eight Norway's on four. So <laughs> I think everyone's got one or two players on four yellow cards as well. So it is a minefield at the moment, um, as your team is uh, basically evidence of, isn't it? That's yeah. right. That's right. Mine's just right. happened this week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, minus four to do it, and it's only going to be a minus two. It'd be fine. Yeah. But uh, the only thing is, obviously, with it being like my last day at school tomorrow, is. Uh, I'm going to be on the Raz from four onwards. Oh, are you? So is that got... what teachers do? Do they do they end school, take their quality street and roses, and then go down the pub? Is that what? Uh, they do? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So it's I've got uh, from four th- from about four onwards, and obviously the deadline's at six thirty. And at some point, we're hoping we might get some information on Harlan. So mm. uh, I'm waiting till tomorrow. So if Solanke goes up. Selling Harlan's the only way I can I'm, get. I'm going to be just hitting refresh. I'm waiting for a, you know. So Andy Martin's put a lot on the line this week with his um, nailed his colours to the mast, hasn't he? With that, he's going to <laughs> be unbearable if Harland is available. So it'd be bittersweet to be like, oh god, I've got to put up with Andy Martin's tweets. Classification, <laughs> yeah. but at least Harlan starts. But I don't think I, I think he's going to be out. Um, yeah. Greg Foss, just the last one. Oh, my camera's gone. Oh, we've Greg lost Foss, you. Just the last one saying Trippier to Poro Mark, get it done. I don't think I want to sell Trippier. I, I think no. I need to hold on to him. Yeah, yeah. from game week 20 onwards, I think everybody's going to be on him. Yeah, no, that's the way. I think my camera has overheated, which probably is a sign that it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> thank you very much, Andy, for joining me. Uh, thank you very much to the 1,000 people watching live. It's fantastic to get 1,000 of you on a Thursday night. Thank you for your support. Hit the subscribe if you're new around here and hit the like if you enjoyed the, uh, the chatter that Andy and I have delivered tonight. We'll be back over the Christmas period. I haven't looked at when we'll be back, Andy, when we can fit another stream in, but we'll be doing more of this around Christmas, around the busy period. Uh, good luck for the game week, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Good night from me. Good night from me. Cheers. Podcast Network.